This episode of Couch Communion is dedicated to our baby Christian selves. Girl, love yourself. Be nice to you. God loves you and he gave you a brain for a reason. Hi, welcome to Couch Communion. I'm Jordan. I'm Sarah. And we are here doing this little trailer kind of episode, episode just a short zero. episode to talk about, you know, why we're doing this, who we are. We want to um, talk about us. <laughs> we really just need uh, some us time. I was never validated as a child. That's a lie. I was extremely validated. I'm an only <laughs> child, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, but we just wanted to jump in and, and just kind of give a, an orientation, if yes, you will, yes. to the podcast. So if you're a first-time listener, it's a great place to start. You're in the right place. You're, you're always in the right place. You're wondering, with us. what is this place? We're going to tell you. Come sit down on the couch with us for a bit. We are on the couch. That we, is where we are currently. Yep. I have my dog. My dog Ellie is up next to me watching cars go by outside the window, keeping us nice and safe. She thinks she is a big guard dog. She is not. Um, but we're... It, this set is, the scene for you. Yes, yeah, set yeah. the scene. The The light is filtering through the window in a very calming way. <laughs> We've got... Well, we had... You had coffee. I did. So... it's And we've skipped lunch. Uh, at this point you are so correct that'll be something that happens later i didn't even notice (laughs) so um just to kind of jump in here sarah (laughs) tell me about what is this podcast what is couch communion if you could just sum it up if i could sum it up so couch communion is well let me start by saying and i may be jumping ahead a bit jordan and i have known each other i would say a long time more and half our lives, right? We were 12. We are now 29. Yeah. Um, and we've grown up together. We were roommates in college. Oh, my God. They were roommates. Um, <laughs> Besties. We're best friends. And she is like a sister to me. And so I'm very glad that we're doing this together. We had a lot of discussions just on our own um, about life love theology culture etc and um we have both also found ourselves in this point of our life looking back on things that we believed and looking back at the way that we were raised in church and questioning some of that um deconstruction is a big buzzword now but i would say that's a fair description of what we've done um we are still christians we are still faithful mm-hmm. um we still love the lord the lord and our faith and being a part of this christian community um but we wanted a space to talk about our thoughts and our feelings Mm -hmm. and um to to create another little space in this deconstructing semi-exvangelical community um and have a discussion with like-minded people and and non-like-minded and non-like-minded people Mm -hmm. also we just like talking to each other and we need an excuse to get together every friday or whenever and have us time 
because mm-hmm. she's married and she has a kid. I love how the the reason we can't talk is she's married. Her she hus- has a family. Her husband like takes up all this time and her kid is only a year old. So he like has to be watched all the He's time. So needy. He's so needy. Can't do anything for himself. <laughs> no, we just love talking to each other and having these kind of discussions. And I think they're good discussions to have. Yeah. And I think we have interesting viewpoints. Yeah. Um, which brings me to, um, Jordan, what do you, what do you do for a living? I am a graduate student currently. I'm getting my PhD in higher education studies. It's technically called, um, educational policy studies and evaluation. Very smart. Uh, very smart. And I specifically work with students who have been deemed academically underprepared by the powers that be whoever those powers might be, wherever you are, uh, and uh, breaking down stigmas uh, associated with these students. Cool. Um, I am a licensed social worker. Right now I work for a nonprofit. I work at a food bank. Um, I, I love the work that I do. I love being a social worker. Um, I don't have a whole lot of description to my job. That's pretty much it. But you will notice... Neither of us said we are theologians. Neither one of us. We didn't go to seminary. We're not pastors. We did go to Bible college. We went to a small Christian university, which is an important part of our story. Um, (laughs) But we don't claim to be experts in theology. We don't claim to be pastors or priests of any kind. We do claim to be truth-seeking, God-fearing women. Sure. Who believe... In the core being of Jesus as an all-loving savior for humanity, blah, 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 blah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And when we talk about things, we try to do our best. We try to look in the Bible and research and, uh, you know, really, I don't know, not, not talk out of the sides of our mouth, I guess. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Shoot off at the hip. I don't know. We're... <laughs> A lot of this is just us ranting about our own personal thoughts, but we do want it to be rooted in faith, our our faith yeah. that we have. We also recognize that we, growing up as white women, have been afforded a great deal of privilege in society and in the Christian church. There are spaces in which we were not as um, given the same privileges as white men, <laughs> but... Um, we do recognize that our experience in the church, I should say white, uh, cisgendered, yes, you know, hetero, well, mostly, mostly heterosexual women, um, do recognize that our experience in the church has not been everybody's experience. Exactly. And that, um, we're going to speak from a place of our own journey. Um, but that, that journey can look, extremely different from other spaces absolutely and so we make we we do make an effort uh to recognize that uh but that's part of the purpose of the podcast is that we want to talk about topics that were avoided uh in the evangelical church and that were avoided in our upbringing and that you know we call issue to yes and um some of the things we say might not be unique um they might be things that everyone on twitter is talking about like the recent blow up of can women preach. And I mean, that's a topic that's been discussed and debated for literal millennia. 
But um, sometimes we just want to talk about stuff and yeah. we just want to get mad and rant about it yeah. and and just, I don't know, let let it out. We yeah. just need to let it out. So so kind of to uh, just just real quick, give a little bit of background on on us. Um, Sarah, do you care to talk a little bit about who you are um, and in terms of your faith upbringing um, and yeah, all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, growing up, most of my family was, I, I would say half my family was religious. My mom's side of the family, all of them are, were and are um, Christian. They all grew up in the church that I grew up in. My dad's side of the family was a little split. Um, half of them, my grandpa was Jewish. My grandmother was um, Protestant. Um, my dad was sort of agnostic, uh, leaning Christian, um, and then my uncle and his wife my aunt are also jewish so um that side of my family i maybe went to church with my mom like a few times a handful of times um and it was just us and um so all of my church experience was with my other side of the family we grew up going to a smallish baptist church i say smallish because jordan is about to talk about a smaller <laughs> baptist church um we didn't go every Sunday. We were not parked in the pews. Um, but it was formative in my upbringing. I was always a very spiritual person. Um, and growing up, I was kind of taught both in church, um, even after we left that small Baptist church, um, we left, there weren't a lot of kids my age. And I think my mom, especially when she got remarried to my stepdad, they wanted me to have kind of that youth group experience. So we went to a bigger church that was a bad toxic experience and then moved to a, just a Christian church. Um, that was really great. And I had a lot of good experiences there, but, um, in all those environments, I was taught really that there was kind of only one way to be a Christian and one belief, like you could only be conservative. You had to be a Republican. If you were liberal or Democrat, you couldn't be a Christian and be that. Um, obviously you couldn't be a part of the LGBT plus community. Um, there was just a real, like, I thought there was only one way and one set of beliefs that you could have as a Christian. And it wasn't until I got to, um, college I went to a small Christian university because I I was very excited honestly uh, well I never thought that I would go to this Christian university most of the time growing up because it was very uh you weren't allowed to dance and that was like all I knew about it for the most part of my life but in high it was school, also on the bottom of my uh yeah college selection list I was shocked it's very <laughs> funny that we both ended up there. I know um <clears throat> but our friend group in high school was very diverse faith-wise. Um, we did not have a group full of Christian friends. And so that kind of Christian community uh, was attractive to me. And it was there that I met Christians of all different backgrounds and all different denominations and political affiliations. And yeah, most of them were conservative. The institution itself was very conservative. But that really opened my eyes that I could ask questions and I could see things in different ways and look at how different traditions viewed things. Um, and kind of <laughs> my conservative Christian school turned me liberal and I don't think they meant to do that, but they did. And I'm 
very certain they didn't mean to do that. Uh, extremely certain that that was a mistake. <laughs> but I was not the only one. So, um, yeah, that's me. And then I, I got my psychology degree from there. I went on to get my master's in social work and uh, at, at the public at University of Kentucky. And, yeah, now I'm here. I don't know. I have a dog. I'm not married. Um, not looking to be. Uh, I have a wonderful family. Yeah, that's yeah. me. How about you? Um, yeah, so uh, I grew up pretty similarly. Um, my both sides of my family, I would say, were religious, but they their religious practice looked different. Um, my mom's family has church goers, obviously, but um, not in the same way that I see that I as a child I saw on my dad's side of the family, and that was mostly because the church that we went to was pretty much founded by in part by my dad's family. Um, so there was a lot of familial obligation going on there. Uh, I went to a very small Southern Baptist convention church uh, <laughs> in a rural area. Um, it was a very much a country church. Um, you know, average attendance when I was a child, 70, 80, maybe 90 people. Um, as I grew older, that, that dwindled to, you know, 30-ish. Um, do your parents still go there? They do not. Um, Is it still, like, going? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, my grandparents haven't been going there because COVID. Um, <laughs> at the time that we were recording this, COVID-19 is a thing. Um, still. still. It's almost over, maybe, but... <laughs> oh, we hope soon. In some parts of the world, not at all. Um, but... Yeah, so uh, my parents don't go there anymore. They moved um, out of town, and so they it's it's a long trek. Um, and I think too, they just kind of don't feel like that's the place anymore for them. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt after a while. But growing up, like we didn't go to church every Sunday, but my parents made a, a very big effort to make sure that we were raised in church, and I appreciate that. And um, it was civil of similar mind. There is one way to practice christianity there's other ways that people do it but that's weird and you shouldn't um and a lot of things were very black and white um in terms of like right and wrong uh and so uh, it was a journey realizing for me as well that that you know there's a lot of ways that you can be a christian um i went to i went you know i met sarah in the seventh grade in a, a small arts school. <laughs> we, we oh, I forgot to even went talk to an about. Art school, uh, which is a big part of my faith formation experience because we were exposed to a lot of stuff um, that normal Bible Belt Kentucky kids are not exposed to um, in school. So I'm very thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the, the, this, <laughs> the, just the experiences and just the, the the challenges that came with being exposed to some of those things um more so in high school I mean like they didn't like throw you in in the seventh grade yeah they weren't um, doing deep weird right dark material yeah in middle school you didn't read Sylvia in the seventh grade <laughs> I don't think yeah no no we were not reading um Plath not Sylvia Plath oh my goodness yeah, we weren't That's reading. That's the name of the playwright the, with the goat. The goat or who is Sylvia. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's got two titles. Uh, but no, we were not reading that in the seventh grade. Yeah. Um, I was in the creative writing 
major. They called it major. Uh, Sarah was in the theater major, both very liberal majors. Um, and that really informed uh, a lot of my journey. I ended up after high school going with Sarah <laughs> to uh, a small Christian university uh, in the countryside, very close to where we are from. Uh, you can probably gather what university that is with a we, quick Google search. We both went for the media communication major. Th- which I, is hilarious. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were attracted to the media communications major uh, that we both started out in that program. I lasted about two weeks before I was like, I miss creative writing. And lo and behold, they had a creative writing major. Um, Sarah made it a couple years into the program. Was yeah, it two years? A year and a half, maybe. Yeah. And and we'll we're gonna talk more about this university in a later episode. But yeah, it was a, a very formative experience being in such a conservative powder keg, um, with people from all walks of life and all different ideas and that there was there was so much tension that wasn't always I didn't always notice, obviously, because again, I am a <laughs> <laughs> I am a privileged individual. The caucasity of the it all. The caucasity of it all. Um, but looking back now that, you know, you can really feel how palpable that tension was. But yeah, so in college is really when I stopped regularly attending my, what I still call my home church, even though it's not home anymore. Um, I still consider it home because of the family connections and because it did raise me, you know, in part. Uh, but I started church hopping a lot. I really, I really was motivated to find a home because, um, I was dating my now husband who is Catholic. I am decidedly not Catholic. Um, and I did a lot of soul searching, did a lot of looking, found nothing. (laughs) Then I went off to the university of Kentucky to get my master's in creative writing because I felt that I should, um, narrow my available job search even further uh and then really slim it on down yeah uh got my master's got married uh taught for a little while at said uh small christian college uh and then decided to go back and get my phd in higher education policy uh, which was a weird experience it is still a weird experience but i love it i love it so much um and yeah had a baby and very, now a very cute baby. Yeah. And and circling back now, I think when I was pregnant, I, I was motivated even more to go back to that search and to find my my faith home. Yes. Uh, where did I fit? Where was the community? You know, I know that church is more than walls and a roof, but it's uh, it's about it is a community and it's a family. And so but I needed walls and a roof. <laughs> I, you know, mass is great, but when you're not, you don't subscribe to some of those beliefs, you got to find your home. And and my husband was very supportive of that. Um, And so I landed, uh, you know, I landed on a book called Searching for Sunday by Rachel Held Evans. I, I attribute much of my faith growth to experiencing things associated with or directly written or created by Rachel Held Evans. I will tell anyone that she legitimately saved my faith. She did. Period. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so that book really motivated me to find a place. And it, it actually was what inspired me to try out an Episcopalian uh, church. Uh, and now I have actually been 
received into the Episcopal Church. Uh, I am myself. I consider myself an Episcopalian in the sense that I've joined the church. I've joined this community. Um, I'm still learning what that means. Uh, so that's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I think um, we'll talk a lot about exvangelical things on this podcast. Uh, I was just saying earlier, I kind of consider myself exvangelical. I don't necessarily um, connect really with the evangelical church, but I love that church. I love that community. Right. Growing up Baptist, like that is still in my heart. Um, but I, j- I just don't. It's in my heart and it's in my refrigerator. <laughs> their food is just better. It's just better. The potlucks will forever just and the music is better. grace me. And the hymns. I'm you sorry. You can't beat the hymns. Episcopals, I hate to break it to you. I've been to your churches. <laughs> That's like the one thing that's stopping me. I will say... I've gotten used to some of the music. I do, but I still, I every every Sunday, I miss. I I appreciate the beauty of the the music in an Episcopal church. Um, I I miss hymns so much. I think too. I don't know that we've necessarily said we're we've both been born and raised in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Being Southern is also a big part of our yeah. um, being Appalachia adjacent is a big part of our identity as mm-hmm. well. And I think being Baptist and the hymns goes in with that oh it all goes hand in hand yeah so yeah so that's i mean we're going to talk more about who our current faith situation as episodes come out but that's kind of just the background of who we are and you know this podcast is really an invitation to a space it's an invitation to our couch it's an invitation to um come and commune with us because we have found in our years of searching and in our years of hopping and our years of trying to find that home that church is everywhere and it's not it isn't just those walls and that ceiling and that it's about finding your people and it's about finding the people who love Jesus and who can reach out and love you too Um, and so we want to be that this podcast is a space um, to come and um, you know sit a while and I think both of us were afraid, I don't know if afraid's the right word, but hesitant to always be open about our doubts or our questions or things that we weren't sure about. Maybe not with each other. We're very close and, and um, but to everyone else. And I think it, you know, it makes people feel alone when you're not in an environment that is supportive and open to your questions and your doubts and so we also want to be a space for that um to just talk about this stuff it's not uh, you're not going to be sent straight to hell because you (laughs) say uh you're not sure that genesis was a literal six-day creation which we will be talking about in the next episode um but yeah we just want to we want to create community and give a safe space for people to to talk about these things yeah and i think it's important to note too this podcast is intended to be a safe space um, no matter your race no matter your ethnicity no matter your socioeconomic status no matter your uh, gender identity um sexuality your sexuality which are different things by the way yes they um, sure are we and if you're not religious exactly cool or too. your religious affiliation that's what yes I was gonna say. if you're agnostic that's fine. Please listen to us and tell us your point of view on yeah. some of this stuff. We would love to hear points of view from other faith traditions as well. I think really 
the two of us just want to be humans who love humans. Um, we look at it from a Christian persuasion. Not everybody else does, but I think the core heart of what we want to do here is be able to talk about issues and talk about, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be Christian focused in our topics. Um, but we want to call, you know, we want to call Christians out just as much as we want to talk about our experience. So, um, we just want to be a space where anybody can come and chat. So, yeah. 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 I think that's a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And we love you guys. We love you. We don't even know you, but we love you. You're on our couch. We only let people we love sit on our couch. Exactly. It's a nice couch. Thank you. It's actually my (laughs) couch, couch. but you know, it's ours. Yeah. So, so I guess, uh, in summary, uh, welcome to couch community. I'm Jordan. Oh, I'm Sarah. We're two almost 30 year olds, uh, who just want to rant about faith, church culture, modern issues, and occasionally our D and D characters. Um, but if you need a good rant to get you through your drive to work or to help you clean that thing you have to clean at home, or just give you something to rant about to yourself in the shower later, we're here for you. This is a safe space. Come sit with us for a while. Let's-